You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? It's RJ Ochoa here from SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and uh, hope you're excited. Last week, it was announced that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be on this season of Hard Knocks. And been very excited to get here on Spotify Green Room to kind of talk about this. Uh, later on today, actually, later on on Thursday, I'll be uh, speaking to Shannon Furman of NFL Films, one of the directors of Hard Knocks, talking about some kind of details. So, uh, we'll definitely be dropping uh, that interview on the Blog and the Boys podcast network like we will this Spotify green room. But uh, it's going to be very fun, obviously, to see the Cowboys on Hard Knocks. Um, you know, this is a an opportunity, I think, that a lot of Cowboys fans are not upset about, but definitely weary of, uh, given the lack of success the teams on Hard Knocks gen, uh, uh, tend to have uh, in a given season. Um, you know, last year, obviously, the Rams were a part of hard knocks like the Chargers and did wind up making the playoffs. But it also is worth noting that more often than not, the teams that are on hard knocks um, are not that great. Uh, so, you know, hey, uh, you have to consider that, obviously. And I think it's also worth mentioning that teams on hard knocks in recent memory have generally had some very particular details surrounding them uh, in 2016. Uh, the Rams had just moved to Los Angeles after obviously being in St. Louis. They also had the number one overall draft pick in Jared Goff. And uh, the year that the Browns were on it, two years later in 2018, obviously Baker Mayfield was also the number one overall pick. So you've got that as a, a big time thing kind of hovering over you. By the way, uh, Kevin Gray says, what's up, RJ? Kevin Gray from 105.3 The Fan. Uh, you're home for the Dallas Cowboys. Great dude. KG, what up? Hope your day's going well. Um, so, you know, you consider that the obviously then Oakland Raiders were on hard knocks in their final season in Oakland. And that's a big thing, right? Like they're moving. And obviously they ultimately also had the Antonio Brown drama, which was unpredictable and a big story at the time. And then last year, you've got the Rams and the Chargers, although they're dealing with uh, all the effects of COVID. And obviously throughout the show, we saw a lot of Zoom meetings and things like that. And so I, I do think that the Cowboys are one of the more stable teams to be a part of Hard Knocks in recent memory. Uh, probably one of the more stable teams since maybe maybe even the Houston Texans when they were on it, or maybe the Atlanta Falcons uh, when Mike Smith impressed everybody with his sandals. Uh, and, and I think that that's important. I, I, while the Cowboys are certainly stable, they're not short on storylines. They do obviously have uh, Dak Prescott, you know, coming back from injury. And I think we, you know, it, it, it's also worth mentioning that Dak Prescott got his contract, right? Like we kind of forget about that just because it's been so long. They have Micah Parsons, their incumbent rookie, who was a part of Hey Rookie, which is a different show than NFL Films does. So certainly not a stranger to the camera being in his face uh, during football uh, related activities and whatnot. Mike McCarthy. And I think this is really, that, that might be the more most interesting detail of this to me. Uh, and to be clear here, you know, a lot of people, when the Cowboys were announced as the Hard Knocks team last week, kind of came out and said, man, I bet Mike McCarthy's not pumped about this. And I totally agree with that. 
However, the Cowboys could not refuse hard knocks. If you're somehow unaware, there are three stipulations that can make a team exempt from appearing on hard knocks. The first is if they have a new head coach. So, for example, the Cowboys could not have been on hard knocks or rather could have exempted themselves from it last year uh, under the first season of Mike McCarthy. The second is if they have been a playoff team over the last two years, which unfortunately is not applicable to the Cowboys. And finally, the last one is if they have been on hard knocks in the last 10 years. So like the Texans or the Falcons or uh, now the Chargers, the Rams have been on it twice. Uh, the Buccaneers, the Browns, the Raiders, they won't have to be on hard knocks for a little while. But the Cowboys had run out of exemptions, so they really had nowhere to run and nowhere to turn to. They, you know, if they were picked, ultimately had to do it. And, you know, who's going to not pick the Cowboys whenever they're making a show or a documentary about the NFL? And so while that's a real thing, I, I can't imagine that Mike McCarthy is pumped about this. I mean, this is the same head coach who last year when the Cowboys uh, streamed their annual blue and white scrimmage removed the jersey numbers from players out of fear that other coaches or other staffers around the NFL would be able to discern or decipher things. And I also think, by the way, like I'm not a proponent for that, but Mike McCarthy got roasted for that last year. And I understand that, but that's really just a matter of circumstance, right? Like, like Bill Belichick still isn't giving Mac Jones a jersey number and people think it's silly, but nobody's like chastising for him or chastising him for it because he's Bill Belichick and, you know, Mike McCarthy doing it makes it, you know, it, people think it's silly because he doesn't have the credentials in the you know recent history of the NFL to back that up. And that's, you know, that's just kind of the way life is. But ultimately um, I, I, Mike McCarthy's been very different from Jason Garrett as the Cowboys head coach. And so that's why like, I don't know that Jason Garrett loves things like hard knocks, but Jason Garrett obviously was the team's head coach when they were chronicled on all or nothing. And I actually think that that was a really helpful thing for Jason Garrett. It, it kind of endeared him to uh, football fans in a different way. People got to see a, a more assertive side to him that is, is hard to see every week just on TV. And so I, I don't know that I, it, I have a hard time imagining how Mike McCarthy benefits from this, because I do think that people will just kind of look for what they want and pick on Mike McCarthy because People have already decided that Mike McCarthy can't coach in the NFL, and so they, you know, they just kind of placate to their own decisions or, or predetermined, pre what is it, preconceived notions or whatever. Um, and so, but either way, like it's, I think that that's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, um, I guess, secretive or quote unquote secretive Mike McCarthy is about this whole process, just because he might have this fear of, you know, teams having access. Uh, to the Cowboys and, and to what they're doing on hard knocks, et cetera. And this is a really, I think, landmark year for, you know, the NFL in a lot of ways, but certainly for hard knocks in that it's it's the return to normal, right? Like we're expecting full capacity stadiums and there's going to be fans at training camp. And so the Cowboys kind of serving as the center of that and, and the kickoff to it all on hard knocks is, is going to be something that I think the league really wants to put a lot of attention on. And the Cowboys are going to draw attention because of who they are. So, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough scene for Mike McCarthy. Uh, Kevin Gray, KG, again, the great KG. Uh, make sure you check Kevin Gray out. He is awesome. He is on Twitter uh, at Kevin Gray Sports. Uh, great dude to follow over there. But um, says, who do you think will be the breakout star of Hard Knocks this season? I honestly think that my underrated dude, I, I think Micah Parsons will shine. I think kind of the normal personalities, but is Brent Urban, the defensive lineman that Cowboys signed from Chicago this offseason. I think he's a character. I think he's going to come in. I think he's going to kind of endear himself to people, kind of the way Joe Looney did. Um, you know, we, we've seen different players kind of fill that role. 
there's there's room for that, I think, on the defense in general right now. Um, but but I really could see Brent Urban just kind of popping um, as as a personality in the classic sort of hard knocks way, uh, which will be really cool. And I think that you know I think Simi Fajoko has a chance to really kind of shine. I think that obviously you know. We're going to see Dak and Zeke and, and, you know, the Amaris of the world, you know, very sparingly, I think, because that's that's the way Hard Knocks works. Um, so I think you're looking at guys who are a little bit further down the roster. And that's why I think Brent Urban is kind of a classic dude to really, really shine. Uh, Jonathan Scruggs says a lot of fans uh, don't like it, but HBO is not passing on the Cowboys on Hard Knocks. At the end of the day, the show won't cause you from going out on Sundays and winning a game. Cowboys always draw attention. It is what it is. Um, you know, yeah, like. To Jonathan's point, there are a lot of people who are miffed about this or who um, who believe it, it presents some sort of distraction. Um, and again, uh, I'll be talking to Shannon Furman of NFL Films later on today on Thursday. We'll drop that episode as a podcast on the Blog and the Boys Network on Sunday. Uh, we'll also have an article about it up at blogandtheboys.com. Uh, Shannon is a big part of how obviously Hard Knocks operates and things like that. And you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like there's cameras in the huddle with these dudes, right? Like they, they do a great job, NFL Films does, of kind of serving as a fly on the wall. Um, I think the, the truest distraction, if you want to call it that, is kind of the fallout from it. The, the Tuesday night, Wednesday morning headlines that generally come after hard knocks. And sometimes players, unfortunately, um, I don't want to say step in it a little bit, but, but have a silly moment. Um, like, you know, I mentioned the Rams season in 2016 when they had just moved back to Los Angeles. Um, I don't know if any of you recall, but Jared Goff was not certain of, I believe it was the, the direction that the sun rose. Um, and so he got a lot of crap for that. And so that's the kind of stuff that might maybe you view as a distraction potentially. Um, or, you know, like in the Raiders case, Antonio Brown, although that had nothing to do with hard knocks, obviously. But um, it's just, I think it's kind of silly, superficial stuff. But yeah, like, and at the end of the day, to Jonathan's point too, you know, I saw this take from John Williams on Twitter when the news was first announced. John does a great job covering the Cowboys too. Um, I mean, if if the Cowboys are really so fragile that, you know, or if any team is really so fragile that being on hard knocks, you know, takes what was a Super Bowl season away from them to the point of them winning four or five games, then like, then they really weren't who we thought or hoped they were to begin with, right? Like, you know, this is a team, any team should be equipped at handling mild distractions, which is what this is in, you know, in its grandest sense. Um, and, and, you know, if, but if anybody is well-versed at handling distractions, it's the Cowboys, right? And, you know, I, I do anticipate that, you know, Jerry Jones is going to be a big part of it and people will roll their eyes at that. But I do think that that is partly, and maybe I'm being a little optimistic here, um, Jerry looking out for the Cowboys, you know, players in the sense of if, if he's the guy at the center of it all, if he's the guy driving the headlines, if he's the guy drawing the attention, um, while yes, obviously the attention's on him and he certainly is not, you know, opposed to that. If the attention's on him, it's not on anything else. And I think that that is, you know, that's a notable thing. Um, you know, I'm not trying to give him a huge, you know, attaboy or blue ribbon for that, but it is worth saying, I think. Um, and I do think, you know, the, the frustrating thing, if there is a distraction, like the most predictable distraction, I think, um, unfortunately, is whatever Jalen Smith is going to do. I think we all believe uh, that Jalen Smith is certainly going to put himself, you know, in, in front of the Hard Knocks cameras. I think the cringiest scene we've ever seen from Hard Knocks in recent memory uh, was the Houston Texans season when J.J. Watt kind of took a camera crew out, you know, to a lone streetlight, you know, after practice at night and, was just kind of, you know, running drills by himself. It was incredibly scripted and incredibly 
uh, inauthentic. Not that JJ is, but that moment was. Uh, it was hard to believe that it was a real thing, uh, at least. It looked very made for television. And so, I mean, I could certainly see Jalen doing something like that, right? Like, uh, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get the swipes. We're going to get, you know, something about the number nine. Like there, the, the most, if I had to put money on it, the most predictable Cowboys player to incite headlines as a result of hard knocks specifically is probably Jalen Smith. Riley Barnes says the swipes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's his thing. And like he, and I will say, you know, we all have our thoughts on Jalen Smith. I will say though, that I wish that I had Jalen's ability to, tune it all out, right? Because at the end of the day, the guy likes to swipe. The guy likes whatever he likes, and he really doesn't care what anybody else thinks. And so that is that level of self-peace is really respectable. Um, and so good for Jalen that he has that and that he's achieved that. Uh, but it is incredibly predictable that he's going to enjoy himself um, on Hard Knocks. Jonathan says, oh, he is definitely going to make sure he is seen. That's that's the Jalen way. I mean, you know, we we all know that. Um, and I, I do think we'll get some some great moments of leadership from Dak Prescott. I'm very anxious to see, um, you know, how how much he's involved, just because generally that's not the case when it comes to Hard Knocks players. Like, I think we'll get some cool moments of him. I think people will, you know, very, very, very much so over examine how he's moving in practice and things like that. Um, although, you know, we'll obviously see that in, in different capacities just because that's the way training camp rolls. But uh, Dak will be great. It will be great to see the Cowboys offensive linemen. I wouldn't be shocked if we never even hear from Amari Cooper. Like, I would I would not be stunned if Amari Cooper doesn't say a single word. If, if Amari Cooper never wears a mic, uh, just because that's that's Amari. I, I tell you, and like, this isn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not about to drop a Cowboy who, like, you've never heard of and say, oh, I'm super excited about this. I'm really pumped about CeeDee Lamb in a lot of ways, obviously, but I'm really pumped because we didn't really get to see this kind of stuff with him last year, right? Like under normal circumstances. Oh, Jonathan, by the way, great point. Um, and the chat here says they'll just show him playing chess for one scene. Totally agree. Totally 100% agree. We will definitely get footage of the Amari Cooper, Micah Parsons chess match. Um, but back to the CeeDee Lamb point, you know, I think, Obviously, last year, you know, the, the way that, that the NFL season took off was much different than ever before. But if it had been a normal, typical NFL season, we would have gotten so much content when it came to CeeDee Lamb because he was this, you know, first round wide receiver, big time name, Oklahoma Sooner, who they gave number 88. Like, we could go on and on and on here, but we didn't get that. And obviously, the opportunities to hear from him were much more limited compared to previous seasons. And so I think that this will be a great opportunity for us to see more of CD Lamb's personality. And even if it's not necessarily him sitting down and kind of doing the confessionals and things like that, if it's just him mic'd up, hearing him running routes, things like that, like that, I think will be a lot of fun to kind of help us see more of who CD is in that sense, just because we really haven't seen it. You know, the Cowboys digital team does such a great job of letting us get to know these guys with their sounds from the sideline videos throughout the season. I'm really excited to see CD Lamb. I'm also, you know, we we just uh, were working on a video for this over on the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel. Uh, we've been doing position preview series. Um, so this weekend, we've got defensive tackles coming out, and next week, we'll have tight ends coming out. And I feel like we are just, like, not talking about Blake Jarwin at all. And I don't mean to say that Dalton Schultz isn't awesome or wasn't awesome last year, but, you know, we talk all the time about how Dak Prescott's coming back from injury and Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins. Well, Blake Jarwin is also coming back from injury. And so – 
you know, we really didn't get to see Blake Jarwin last year. And that's a really intriguing dynamic and a really intriguing piece to this. Um, and so overall, there's there's a lot of interesting storylines, I think, to watch throughout Hard Knocks, throughout all of the preseason. And by the way, the first Cowboys preseason game uh, is four weeks from today. So four weeks from today, we'll be getting ready to watch the Dallas Cowboys play a football game. Uh, however seriously you take that football game is up to you. But still, it will be very cool to watch the Dallas Cowboys play a football game. Uh, Riley says, are you worried about Blake Jarwin's injury coming back? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely worried. But I mean, I'm worried in the sense that like, you have to be worried, right? Like it's, it's, or it's fair to be worried. It's understandable to be worried. It's understandable to, to think like, maybe this will be an issue. Maybe this will be a factor. But am I worried to the point that I'm losing sleep about it at night? No, I, I you know, we've seen players come back from this over and over and over again in the NFL. Blake Jarwin is such a, a great and prominent athlete that I'm, I'm not worried about that. But I, I do think that Dalton Schultz certainly showed up a lot in his absence, which is, you know, is going to make the, the way that the Cowboys handle them or utilize them very interesting to watch. That's one of the more um, underrated, I hate to call it like a, a training camp roster position battle because it's not a battle, but it, it's, an, it's an interesting, you know, situation to kind of monitor, I guess is the best way that I, I could put it. But, um, but I'll, ultimately, I'm, I'm not worried about Blake Jarwin. I know he's been... Uh, a little bit slower to come back than others, but I think he'll be fine. Um, again, he's an incredible athlete, and I think that that will show up. Um, he's had a long, long, long time to heal up and, and get right. And I, I don't, I don't, you know, certainly fault him for being patient, being cautious with it in every capacity. So that'll be very, very, very cool. It'll be very cool, like I said, to watch the Cowboys play an NFL game four weeks from today. Uh, that will probably be a lot of Ben DiNucci, hopefully a lot of like Simi Fahoko. Um, you know, hopefully a lot of, uh, you know, Jabril Cox, hopefully a lot of Quentin Bohana. It will be a lot of fun. Uh, as the preseason gets here, we're going to start rolling out some of the plans we have for the 2021 season over at Blog and the Boys. Uh, we have some some really fun things in store, uh, some really fun ways to talk about and cover and discuss the Cowboys, which is our job. We love to do that. and We appreciate every single one of you who joins us in that capacity. So if you haven't yet, please consider subscribing to the Blog and the Boys podcast network. We are available on all major podcast platforms. We do put out a different show every single day. You get something every single day talking Dallas Cowboys And once the preseason hits, we will return with our daily updates that we do as well to give you all the latest news in bite-sized fashion so that you are always caught up. Uh, If you do subscribe, it would be super awesome if you could leave a rating and write a review. Those things help out uh, enormously. Also, if you're in the mood to subscribe, please subscribe to the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. We recently passed 10,000 subscribers. We are eternally grateful for everybody who chooses to make us a part of their Dallas Cowboys experience. Uh, the fact that we can all sit around and talk about the Cowboys together really is the sickest thing in the world. Uh, we all have such a great time doing it with you. Check out blogontheboys.com. You're home for the latest and greatest in the world of Dallas Cowboys news, uh, obviously part of the SB Nation network. Uh, very exciting times. We're now in the second week of July, uh, which means, well, obviously, that football is coming, uh, like we said, four weeks from now. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good ride, and I'm really excited to see what 2021 has in store uh, for the Cowboys, for all of us. I mean, at the very least, it can't be worse, right? Like, we've we've been hurt a lot. And so, um, you know, there, there are just a few more uh, sort of off-season checklists for us to go through, right? Like, you know, every year you go through, uh, you know, you go through the Masters, you go through the NBA playoffs, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals. 
uh, Wimbledon, you know, we're about to finish up with the, the Open Championship on the PGA Tour. The moment that the Little League World Series hits is generally when, you know, football is is really on its way back. So uh, we're almost done with all of the offseason um, kind of checkpoints to cross through on our way back to NFL football. So very exciting times uh, for us, for you, hopefully. Uh, appreciate everybody who joined us here on Spotify Green Room. Uh, we'll be doing a, a few more of these uh, over the course of the next week. So excited to get into some different subjects and different topics with you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, with all that being said, uh, do me a huge favor. Um, I don't ask you for a lot um, and have a great day. That's all I want. I just want you to have the best day ever. Uh, you know what? Because you deserve it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next time.